Empire. Welcome to In the Clubhouse, a podcast about the Washington Nationals and Major League Baseball. And I'm your host, Richard. In today's episode, I welcome a fixture of national social media, the Rally Mullet, onto the podcast. We talk about the Washington Nationals' past, current, and look towards the future during the episode. So, let's go into the clubhouse. Rally Mullet, thank you so much for joining the podcast. So happy to have you on. Hey, how are you doing, Richard? Thanks for having me on. Of course. So let's just jump right into this. So according to your Twitter bio, your name was inspired by Anthony Randone's Rally Mullet. I'm a big fan of the Nationals, and I don't remember this Rally Mullet. So can you explain a little bit? Yes, I will. And welcome to the Rally Mullet Cave. Um, so... Rewind and go back to June 17th, 2013. Anthony Rendon was in his first year. He got a haircut given to him by his teammates. Uh, FP on Masson used to mention, you know, uh, mullet power, or he has the rally mullet every once in a while <laughs> during broadcast. Um, it wasn't until June uh 17th though that that he hit his first home run now that that moment i was watching you know games being a fan but i wasn't necessarily like the riley mullet yet not until did he hit that home run jogged around the bases got into the dugout the cameras were on him he had his helmet off and i noticed it's like how glorious his mullet was that I then decided at that moment I'm going to change my name on Twitter because I was just myself at first as a Nats fan. You know, I would go to games as myself as a Nats fan, but I always wanted to, like, upgrade my fandom somehow. I had seen some fans in Nats Park that would dress up. Um, in, in 2012, I believe there's a guy that would wear, like, a green suit with George Washington and he would be with his, his girlfriend or wife, or whatever. And she would dress up as Martha Washington. I've seen people, uh, uh, Jason worth, uh, I believe it's because of Jason worth. He had like a wolf outfit. And, uh, so I, I got me all these ideas. I was on Twitter. I, I, I knew I had to like upgrade my fandom. So when I saw this mullet, I said, this is it. I, I have a great idea. All came together. So I had this helmet that I'm wearing and I bought that at the team store. Um, I decided to go on Amazon and buy a mullet wig. And I was like, I'm going to glue this hair into the, in the helmet. I'm going to go to a game. Uh, I didn't go to a game that year. I went to Nats Fest at the end of the year. Um, and when I got, you know, such a good reception there at Nats Fest, it all kind of just went from there. 
That's really helpful. <laughs> I love it. I love the story. It's awesome. So I want to kind of start with you. Like, how'd you get into baseball? And, you know, what about the Nationals? Like, what kind of like, uh, what part of the team kind of like sparked this interest? Um, growing up, I was a huge baseball fan, just watching baseball. I didn't really have a team. You know, DC didn't have a team. Uh, I was, I was going to games in, in Orioles park, uh, would go see, you know, just all the legends that were playing them. I would not just for the Orioles, I'd go see, you know, Seattle to see Ricky Henderson play or Mike Piazza for the Mets when they were in town, Frank Thomas, whenever he, they were in town. So I, I was constantly going to the Orioles games just to catch other, other teams play. Uh, you know, of course, Cal Ripken was still there. So it was cool to watch him, you know, these, that was like the heyday of, of, of me going to games. I, my first game I ever did go to actually was in Memorial Stadium in Baltimore at, uh, way back in the day when that stadium was still around. So it all then, you know, uh, in 2005 when the Nats got a stadium or a team, you know, it just was like, that's this is it. This is my team. I'm not ever changing team. Now I can finally have a team to root for. You know, it's really interesting. You kind of like echo a lot of people's story about how they kind of got passionate right. about the Nationals, especially people that are growing up here in the D.C. area and like the, you know, obviously the DMV. So it, I, it's just like, you know, a lot of positivity from that, you know, transition of getting a team in 2005. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it, it, it just was like a weight of you know, when am I going to be able to choose a team or have a team? And, 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 you know, it was just, you know, hearing the news at DC, cause I'm a, I'm a DC everything fan, uh, wizards, football team, cats, DC United fits with, you know, if it's DC, I'm a fan of them. So in any case, uh, after I went to Nats Fest, once I started going to games as the rallying mullet. Um, so over the past years, there have been many great memories um, that this team has had. Um, let's just talk about outside 2019. We'll kind of circle back on 2019. Um, right. What What are some of your favorite memories as a Nationals fan over the years? Uh, so I didn't go to any RFK games to see any live games there, but, you know, watching them play the inaugural season was cool. Uh, they started out great that year. Uh, then they tailed off, which was fine. We all knew they were uh, world beaters. Then the next year, you know, same deal. I think though, whenever we all saw them finally get a stadium, uh, you know, and Rizzo became the GM and everything, you know, that start started the, the snowball effect. Um, so I started going to games in like 2011, 2012, uh, was still going to games, but not as the rally mud. Uh, so I didn't really get too many games to see too many games. I did see uh, Bryce Harper's walk off. Of the, I believe I saw that live. Uh, that was a cool memory uh, against the, 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 the Pirates. Mm -hmm. um, I saw it. And more or less, the games that I uh, want to talk about are actually games that I saw live. So the memories and, and Jason Worth's walk off uh, earthquake was probably the, the biggest uh, 
thing that I saw live, you know, that was an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of put us on the map there. And, and you know, then I went to, uh, then as soon as I started going to games as, as the rally mullet, I mean, it just really picked up like, uh, in, in, so some memories of, of going to games, like I, and, and, um, I have like a list of games that I keep on my MLB app. Because mm-hmm. uh, I go to probably, this is, I think like six or seven games I've gone to total. I, haven't, I don't go too often. It's about once a year, maybe. Mm. Uh, so I make the most of it when I do go. Uh, I, I would get, so I went down to a game in 2014, April 9th. It was like, you know, the first month of the season, obviously, things were just starting out. And I got some seats down near the, the foul line back when you could grab a foul ball then, back then with the net not there. And a guy comes up to me and he's like, I'm from MLB social media. Do you mind if I take a picture? And I say, you yeah, know, sure. So he, he asked me, you know, I'm going to take a picture from your, from your back with read your jersey. And then he, he took, he's like, you know, if you give me my permission, I'm going to post this on MLB social media. He didn't tell me which one, but it was on Instagram. And after the game, I saw the post and it got like 25,000 likes. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and then, you know, I was like, oh, at least it was worth wearing this mullet and everything. You know, I didn't think I, I got that. <laughs> and then like it, the next game I went, I, I uh, was like in June of that same year. And I ended up catching a foul ball from Rendon himself which I have a gif of and like I have it pinned on my my Twitter account because I swear he hit that to me it was some of the craziest <laughs> moment I have ever experienced was you know down the line any any foul ball can at any moment can hit you kind of got to be ready just like you would be on, on a field it's like basically lined up at the third base bag and like line drive can come flying in there any minute and he's up and I, you know, not, but you don't have your glove on every time. Cause then you just get tired wearing a glove. So, but at this moment I was like, you know, I'm gonna put my glove on and he hits one down the line and it's just like, it's coming right at me. I, I just felt that it was coming right at me and I stick my glove down, pick it up. And I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm pumping my arms in the air. It was crazy. Um, uh, I went to Orioles Park actually and saw the Nats play the Orioles there, which which is the only time I've ever gone outside of Nats Park dressed as a rally mullet. And fans were there were great to me there actually. Mm-hmm. I was expecting some uh, some brush back there, but no, they were. And I was sitting in the in the bleachers too, and they they were great fans there. I, I was kind of surprised, uh, and they weren't too bad that year. It was 2014. I think they were still decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Drew Storen ended up looking up and saw me and he threw a ball and I ended up catching. I, I gave that this is during batting practice and I, I gave that to a kid. Um, then uh, a, a friend off of Twitter invited me to go to a game and, or he was saying that he was going to a game and I, I was mentioning which game I was going to and I ended up going to the same game, but he lived out in Texas. His, his name's Martin. And, uh, he he ended up inviting me. He got invited one a, a fan thing off of Masson where you would meet a, a player mm-hmm. and he could bring a friend along. And he ended up asking me to go along with them, and uh, which was so random. 
you know, I didn't know what to believe, but it was true. And he, you know, we ended up meeting before the game and, and we ended up going into the dugout and meeting span and seeing that was just unbelievable. Seeing players coming in and out of the dugout, doing some throwing, you know, um, saw some, some coaches in and out of the dugout saying hi to them. You know, span was a great, uh, uh, fan of everyone in there. Cause it was just more than us. There was a couple fans that had won this through Masson, um, got his autograph. He was, he was a real nice guy. He took some questions, took some pictures. Uh, it was actually a Denar or Ian Desmond bobblehead game. And I had brought some signs and I got on the field and, and Masson put some posts on there about, Hey, the rally mullets here with Ian Desmond poster or signs and things. And that was kind of cool. Um, there was another time that I uh, had won, like, the mass and fan of the game. I don't know if oh, wow. Uh, they used to have, like, you would post, you would send a picture in of oh, yourself. Oh, right. you yeah. This is a 2014-ish, and they would pick a picture, and they would post the person's picture, you know, on the screen uh, during the game or whatever inning, and be like, here is tonight's fan of the game. Uh, that was kind of cool to have that. A picture I sent in. I think it was after a win. <clears throat> I was uh, celebrating. Um, some other cool things. Uh, I put a. I, I ended up donating for the ball of dreams, the wall of dreams, the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, and there you could put your your name and a hashtag. I put uh, the rally mullet and attitude, and it's inside the stadium. So that was cool. Um, just randomly, uh, MLB, the Twitter account for MLB, during I believe the 2015 season when the when they lost to the Cubs, mm -hmm. had asked, like direct messaged me, "Would you like to go to the game tonight?" And it was Game Five, and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm, I, I I live two hours away." And by the way, I live two hours away from DC, and they had asked me like an hour before the game. I was like, "Unfortunately, you know, I live too far away. I would get there too late. It would." I was at work and things, so I didn't go to that. But they ended up losing that game anyways. I would have been so oh. – <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that game on TV going, man, I should have went because we are you know, that was like uh, Scherzer was pitching and it was one nothing, And then I think uh, they ended up coughing that lead away. I wish MLB uh, would – I wish MLB would send me to a game. That would be yeah. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody well, – if anybody is listening from MLB, um, you know, I'm at the Nats report, you know, anytime you want to send me to a Nats hey, game. Give, give Richard tickets to games for free, especially <laughs> play. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be make you be easier to make games there instead of me driving two hours. But um, there was another contest uh, during the uh, Royals Mets World Series. You could t uh, send in a picture to be uh and also like a fan of the game type thing and it was through t-mobile and i just sent a t-mobile a tweet with myself in uh screech uh there's a picture that i got with screech and i love seeing screech at the game because he's you know pumping up the crowd and everything and he comes over sometimes whenever i'll sit in third base side you know give me a high five he does a little whistle i don't know if you know if he has he has like a whistle sound no. inside the yeah 
when you stand next to Screech, he has like a whistle sound. He does like a bird call from the mask. I don't know how that works, but he does it. Huh. Anyway, there was a picture um, of him and I, and I sent that in to T-Mobile, and, and T-Mobile got back to me and said, hey, we're going to use your picture. Look for your picture during uh, whatever inning it was during that World Series. And lo and behold, they had, they had a fan – moment fan moments of the year i think it was called and like a bunch of commercial uh pictures were being just put on for the commercial and one one of mine popped up with with grace screech and that was kind of cool um i was at the 20k game for max scherzer mm-hmm. that was that that ranks up there with the worth actually that works up there with the worth home run because that was an amazing moment there i mean all the fans were into it. You know, it's hard to get Nats fans, or at least at the beginning it was, to get everyone on the same page. It was kind of like, yeah, some cheered, some didn't. And if you did cheer, you got to be at the right time. Now, to me, I think everyone's on the same page, um, which is great to see. I think I think a lot of things have grown over the time from being a rally mullet. Yeah, I definitely um, remember. Um, I was at the 20-game uh, strikeout. and Oh, yeah. It was just it's it was just something that um, it was incredible, and I'm so I'm so happy that I got a chance to be there randomly. Um, I just yeah. kind of want to talk a little bit about Nats Park. What is your go-to food stand or meal that you always get at every game that you go to? Uh, you know, I actually bring in all my food. I don't know if you still do that now, <laughs> but. <laughs> I would, because uh, I because my seats are so nice that I would always get like front row. I never wanted to leave my seats. I mean, mm. in fact, I don't know if you sit down there with that very first row. I know it's like a wheelchair accessible, but they allowed you know normal people allowed to sit there. I know if they're available, I would get them through StubHub and they would be on there. You can walk up the corridor and you get your own private bathroom. Basically, mm, you're that's nice. Yeah, yeah, you don't had to go anywhere if you don't want to and have to do any beer vendors come up to you so i really had a hard time separating myself from the seats unless i had to run to the bathroom because like i said a foul ball a line drive anything could be come, coming at you. you could be at any moment you know so i always sitting at the game but what i always did at nash park and i encourage anyone to do this is go up before like i said i made sure i i, I get make my day of this so I'd get down there to pregame before the game. Uh-huh. The gate open at uh, I think five thirty is when they or, first open, or two two hours uh, before the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get in there. I'd watch a little batting practice from the Nats. You know, uh, I would then when they're done, go up to the uh, the Bud Light loft. Now is what it's mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. Have their beer specials. I think it's either. Uh, Coors Light Pounders, Miller Light Pounders. I think they even had a can't think of it. It was a heavier beer. It's really good beer, and, and can't think of it, which I didn't know you could get. And it was, and they're only like six dollars. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. I love the, I love uh, the happy hour before uh, baseball games. Definitely gets. Although you. I will say now also is to go to Walters across the street. Yes, Walters is the best place to go to as well for, for pregame. My goodness. That beer wall is amazing. Um, okay. So let's dive right into uh, 2019, obviously big season. Um, I kind of wanted to know, uh, if wonder if you can share some of your experiences during the season. Uh, obviously the postseason. 
Uh, what games or memories kind of like stood out to you? And then the last part of my question, um, what moment do you think most fans um, take away from that season? Okay. Well, 2019 started, obviously, 19-31, right? Mm-hmm. I was watching every game. I was literally watching every pitch, every game. Uh, I made sure if I, after work, I'd run to the TV and watch the game. But we, we couldn't put wins together for anything. Um, you know, we had injuries. It, it just didn't look good. Well, around the time of the 1931, whatever record it was, I decided, you know what? I'm putting too much myself into this team. I'm going to step back a little bit. For whatever reason, they started winning after that. You know, I sound <laughs> so superstitious. I've heard this from a lot of fans. And I've talked to some fans as well, even up in this area. You know, we, and we all are like, I just, I, I just decided, hey, let if this season is going to be anything, let them play. I'm not going to pay attention to it as much. So they started getting on that roll, and they're winning, and they're winning. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep what I'm doing. So as as the season is going on, um, I ended up going to a game in uh, it was it was Anthony Rendon bobblehead. They added the bobblehead of Rendon later in that season. I believe it was like September or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't plan to go to a game, you know, because I, you know, time and kids and everything else. And um, it turned out though that when I had that game, I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Anthony Rendon, Rendon bobblehead. I have to go. It's him. It's, it's probably his last year. So I go to the game. I buy tickets that are down the line. These this time it has the netting because after what All Star game they put the netting up. Uh-huh. Uh, the friend, the, the people that sold me the tickets were sitting next to me because they had an extra seat and they were season ticket holders. Very nice couple, older couple. I ran into them before actually years ago, I bought t- tickets, same tickets from them and, uh, same seat and everything. And when I got down there, I mean, I met, I met the, the, the chicken man. I don't know if you know him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He was down right in that section. I met the mayor of uh, Natstown, very good fan as well, season ticket holder. These guys are, are way into it more than I am, going to way more games than I do. Uh, so it was fun talking to them, you know. And, and then before the game, uh, the couple sitting next to me knew some of the players, and uh, the pitching coach comes by. Uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head for some reason. Uh, last link, Lilliqu- no, uh, yeah, Lyman. yeah, yeah, uh, Lenquist, I think. Is it no, it was okay. I can't think of it right now, but uh, Mendenhart, Menhart. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, he he stops by and was talking to him, and they had just gotten in from a flight early in the morning, something happened with their flight. I don't remember reading this in the book. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they were like from Pittsburgh or something. They got stuck there. Yeah. They got stuck, but they're playing the Braves the next day. And they got, he was talking to them about this. And I, and I was like, wow, this is, this is, you know, like real life stuff. You know, these guys get in, get in at two, three o'clock in the morning. Then they got to turn around and sleep. Then they got to turn around and play baseball later on that day, warm up. Like, it, you know, at that point, but the Nats were playing great up until mm-hmm. that point. You know, they were, 
they were just about to, to clinch a wild card. They're in the wild card hunt. I, you know, I think they had the second wild card at the time. And I remember uh, looking up at them and, and the couple and I, we were just kind of in conversation with them. And, and all I can remember is just being positive about things with him and saying to him, like, we got this. Don't worry about it. We got this. You know, and the couple next to us said the same thing. Like, no, we got this. Don't worry about it. You guys are going to be all right. You could tell that game, though, that they were tired because they ended up losing like four or five, nothing or six. And Scherzer was pitching that game. Mm-hmm. And they did not. I think they had like two hits off of Soroka, uh, which was one of their losses that, you know, mm-hmm. at the time, they were like, well, what's going to, what's going to, what's it going to be? And then that's going to make it to the wild card game or not? Well, obviously they did. So, yeah, I think that the, the, the game that the Nats fans, I, and, for, for me is that Soto hit that took the hop um, that skidded by. And I, you know, to me it felt, and I don't know if Scherzer said this in the book as well, but it almost felt like that was destined to happen, you know? To see that happen, it's like, all right, we got some luck on our side now. Let let's try and do this. <laughs> you know, let's see how far this luck can can bring us. I mean, that's at least what I remember the most out of the playoffs run. And once that got by, you know, the Brewers guy, it was just game on after that. Um, I'm kind of curious to get your impressions of the team uh, so far this year. It reminds me a little bit of 2019. Um, You know, you get guys that are on the injured list, top players, Soto, Strasburg. 2019, it was Rendon for a little bit. Soto was out for a little bit. So, I mean – I think they have that sort of element built in where it's like, and I think Trey, or did you, you might've wrote this, that that Trey said something the other day or somewhere I read this. It's like, you know, they're used to this now, you know, being things not going their way. They're ready to just continue to play no matter what, you know, and, and try and win no matter what. So that's the mentality they have. And it's great to see. So win or lose, I mean, as long as, you know, you're going to have those bad games that we, we kind of see a blowout here and there, but you can't. And I, I don't want to be too negative on other fans or anything, but you can't be that negative as a fan. I would kind of just jump on them right away. Why are we losing these games? You know, and, and especially in 2019, like, man, we're never going to do this. We're never, we're never, never, never. You don't know that. I mean, <laughs> if 2000 taught us anything, you never mm-hmm. know anything, especially in April. True. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. really interesting. Um, I wrote an article, um, and I'm not too sure if you saw it, about like how the Nats statistically over the years have just been really bad in you know the start of the year, and they're more uh-huh. you know like it, they're more of a late season um, team. They like to play in warmer weather, so we'll definitely see how the season goes. Um, looking forward, um, there's a lot of talk about if you know Juan Soto or Trey Turner or even both will sign a long term contract. Uh, to stay here in Washington as a fan, like 
What are your impressions? And if you had to choose between Soto and Turner, who would you pick? Uh, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. Uh, and obviously the guys that are in charge are going to make the, the best decision for the team. I don't have any complaints, whatever they have to do. It's their, it's, they know more than me, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously with Rendon, we kind of knew that he could leave and we knew that it was going to be either or, but at the same time, you know, as fans, obviously you want both of them to stay. We kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. Did I jump ship or get com- complained? No, I'm not going to jump ship just because one player doesn't stay. I'm going to stay a Nats fan no matter what. Um, it sucks to see, but at the same time, what are you going to do? I mean, it, it happens. The Soto Turner thing. I mean, again, it'd be great to see them both. Mm-hmm. Say, um, if I were to ch- choose between the two, I'd probably pick Soto. Um, just as a, a fan favorite to him now that I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I did. I didn't br- mention this story. I, so I ended up getting in line for a picture in, in Winterfest of after the Nats one, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I have a picture of my my Avi on Twitter. Is that so? We got in line. We just made it to see Soto and Aaron Barrett get pictures with i mean we literally like maybe the last five people because they have a time slot between things that they do at winterfest mm-hmm. um so we when i got the picture with him you know i had a ring on that i had gotten that said world series champs nats <laughs> and i ended up showing it and he saw it and he goes hey i need to get one of those and i'm like <laughs> i'm like wait i'm like wait like you don't have one yet i'm like yeah you need one of these of course you do you know and he's like laughing and laughing i'm like you know by the way thank you so much for hitting all your home runs hitting that you know base hit against milwaukee and especially like i just kept going on all the highlights that i could think of like i think that home run off of verlander in the upper deck i was like thank you so much for that i was like god bless (laughs) but he just exudes like that from you. Like I, that was all organic. I had nothing. This is just coming from straight from my heart, basically as a Nats fan. Like he is like that type of guy. You, you just being around him. Uh, it brings you, brings it out. He's always smiling in a great mood. Um, and man, can he hit the ball? It's just amazing. That's true. Okay. Um, since you told me that you've been preparing your answers for our lightning round, yeah. um, I will, I mixed up the question order. So are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the lightning round. Favorite current baseball player to watch. Juan Soto as number one guy. Yep. Wrigley or Fenway. I'm going to say Fenway. I've, I've been to Fenway. I've not been to Wrigley, but my experience at Fenway was pretty cool. I got these seats that were like lined up with the dugout at Fenway. I mean, it's so small there, like in between, in between uh, seats, you know, the aisles in between is there's, it's no room, hardly any room, but, but these seats line up that you can look inside the dugout mm. and to see like David Ortiz and those guys, and this was back in like 2000, their, their heyday, uh, like being really good. And Dustin Pedroia and like their, uh, Tito was their manager. Uh, 
those guys, you know, and they had, you could just look in their dugout and you see how much fun they had. And plus the dugout is so tiny. Oh my goodness. Like that, I still can't believe that stadium is still there. I've been to old Yankee stadium as well. And that was small, but it was a little bit bigger. And I could, I, I would imagine Wrigley's probably even smaller. I'm not sure. I really want to go there though, but definitely Fenway between the two. Okay, cool. Favorite baseball team growing up? I'm going to say the Nats because I didn't really have one until the Nats came into town. Okay, very. that's a first yeah. answer. <laughs> Favorite baseball movie? I'm going to say The Natural. I loved, I loved seeing that part. It, it, seeing that as a kid for the first time, I think I was uh, – six seven years old and turn on tv and it would be on tv for whatever reason and you know you see the ball go into the lights and explode you know that's kind of i know there's more story to that than that because it's just a long movie but you know they kind of like that's like the main part of the movie so seeing that you know that that was like man that was so cool i wish i could do that (laughs) (laughs) Favorite baseball stadium? I'm going to go Nats Park with that too. Okay. Favorite baseball player to watch growing up? I'm going to say Rendon. Awesome. He's my guy too. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I had a really great time talking. Um, where could people follow you on social media? Um, you know, kind of give us the rundown. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Twitter's at the rally mullet. Uh, Instagram is at the rally mullet. Uh, Reddit is actually at at the rally mullet, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's pretty much it for that. Um, you know, and, and hopefully I get to see you at a game, Richard. I mean, yeah. Fun, it's fun meeting uh, well meeting fans on Twitter. You know, you, you come across Nats fans and you end up finding out, you know, you, you've, you're not the only one. Uh, <laughs> if anything, <laughs> maybe not as far as going as far as I go with the mullet and everything, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't wear I don't wear mullets or I don't dress up <laughs> when I go to games. Um, but um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a chance to be uh, be at a game together. We'll get a five dollar beer at Bud Light Porch, um, and then we'll go. We'll, we'll go first. We'll go to Walters, then we'll go to Bud Light Porch, and then right. we'll, we'll sit on the third baseline. That's really cool. Yes, I'll, I'll hit you up once I get my uh, playing set too. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. And this will do it for this episode of In the Clubhouse. If you like this episode, please make sure to like, review, and rate this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. (laughs) 